This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. It's wet and 23 wet. Is it raining already? Yeah, can't you hear it on the window? No, I'm not paying any attention. I'm looking at my emails angry. I'm trying not to lose my temper. Why are you angry this morning, Tom? Because I'm meant to be flying out today. Oh, I haven't told you. I'm leaving the country. You're no, leaving no the I'm country. leaving the state. I'm leaving the state. <laughs> so I'm meeting my oldest daughter. We're flying to Byron Bay. Oh, lovely. Just for a couple of days. Actually, after I've ordered, I, I bought the ticket with my daughter, organised it, realised tomorrow is my husband's birthday. Oh, shit. Oh, well, you could turn it into an island. Oh, no, he's not coming. Oh, no. I'm, I'm just going with children without him. Oh, no. One of the other kids. Well, you could say, this isn't your birthday present. I thought yeah. I'd give you some space. But look, I've booked a flight today. I'm opening my email. Oh, we're very sorry due to technical engineering, technical difficulties. They've cancelled the flight. Oh, no. But that scares me more. I don't want to know you've got technical difficulties <laughs> on an airplane. Lie to me and tell me the toilet's backed up. I'll be quite happy. I do not want to know there's engineering problems on a plane. Actually, that's a really good idea. It's not so good for their PR, is it? So you're still going to go? or you? Well, I don't know. I've now got to ring up and find out what's my next flight. Well, hopefully we can send you off. I mean, you know that. I'm happy up at any cockpit. You know, it doesn't matter where you put me. Tom, you know I'm one for diets and cleansing and stuff like that. Yeah, when you start talking, I turn off. <laughs> yeah. I, you bore me. A cleanse might... You bore me. Well, a cleanse might be good for you, actually. I think they're great. I think they make you look healthy, they make you look great, but they also make you lonely with no friends. Because <laughs> people don't want to talk about your diet. I'm sick of going out and people sit there and go, oh, I'm a keto, oh, I'm a glutard, oh, I'm a this, I'm a that. Just order off the menu, moron. But have you looked at them? Looked Are they at the in people? shape? Oh, I don't look that far. I don't care about it. I'm shallow, mate. It's all about... It's all about how much money you're going to offer me. And and what clothes you're wearing. And what clothes you're wearing, yeah. Well, there's a a new cleanse that I suggest you don't try because, yeah, it's it's been revealed that a 39-year-old American woman ended up with brain damage, unfortunately, after attempting a soy sauce colon cleanse. What do you mean, like an enema? She tried to put soy sauce up her... She did. Clacker. She did. She. Um, it was her extreme diet. She, the woman had consumed a litre of soy sauce earlier that day. Yeah, but if you're putting it in your colon, is that called, like, when you say, like, she's eating it or well, consuming she's, it? Yeah, She's still consuming it, just at the other end. And so that killed her? Yeah, well, it didn't didn't kill her, but it caused her brain damage. Because if you think about it, I had a look. Well, so I keep thinking it's about where do I dip my dim sim? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's about, uh, I think... Five and a half thousand milligrams of sodium per hundred grams. What? So she Who? she consumed about sixty six grams of salt. Oh, so then it sucked all the moisture and out of her. It sucked the moisture out, and her salt levels went up. So how's that? Well, that's pretty bad. Listen, I'm going to tell you straight up. Don't be go putting things up your colon. Well, not it's so, not happening. Not so yeah. sauce. But apparently, I mean, this this I guess this adds to it as well. She'd have been eating only canned fish and white bread for the past six months. Well, if it's John West, it's safe. We all know that. It doesn't have dolphins in it, as long as it's not dolphin. But she lost 11 and a half kilograms in three weeks. Do you know if I had to eat like, white bread and canned fish, I'd think I'd lose 11 kilos as well. Oh I mean, you'd end up looking like a cat, wouldn't you? Licking yourself, <laughs> you know? It's just like something that a cat eats. Yeah, yeah. so just be careful out there. Do you know, that's, what a poor lady at 39. Could you imagine... 
39 years old. But you know what? It just shows the pressure on people. You know, do you feel that? Do you feel the pressure? I mean, you're a gym boy. You like to go. Do you feel the pressure? No, no. I mean, I I feel I like to be fit, but I don't wouldn't go and stick a bottle of soy sauce at me. I, you know, no. <laughs> there's no way I do that to try and lose the 11 kilos of weight. Listen, I've seen you at sushi chain, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soy sauce. You can swallow that in a minute. Hey, it's going to get really hot in here, lady, because we've got those firefighters popping in. in here. So take up all your. Is that what we're going? Well, we are later. Yeah. We're going to get... No, it's against the law. Have you not heard? No, but it's a, it's a topless calendar. Did so you not see a... the um, the memo from management yesterday? No. Dear Tom Warren and Creepy Andy, please keep your hands off all hot firemen. You know, like if they're coming in. We've been told by management to keep our hands for ourselves. But they're coming in now. I just looked at the website of their calendars. Yeah, me too. I got busy. And I thought... I tried to go to bed last night at 9.30. I was still up at 12. Oh, look at that. I mean, this guy's cuddling goats. There's one with a chicken on He's his thing. a little pussy cat on his oh, I've like, never been so attracted to pussy. Let me tell you that man holding that cat. It's not only a little It's like a little tiny kitten, this big beefy oh. guy, this little tiny kitten. Have on you seen the one who's got a chicken? No, like, I like, seen... like a three-day-old chicken sitting on his shoulder. Uh, no. He thinks he's a pirate. Like a chicken from the supermarket? No, like a, a live one. You know the little <laughs> yellow things that pop out of an egg? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and like yellow and fluffy. He's got a little fluffy yellow thing sitting on his shoulder. Right. I mean, for a minute there, I thought it was just gross. Actually, maybe <laughs> when they come in, I might, we could go and get a chicken from Woolworths down the road, stick it on our shoulder and say, hey, this is our version. <laughs> yeah, of... but I'm not putting some dead leaking chicken. This is a real little chicken. Cutie. Well, there's, there's another, uh, another calendar, a Polish funeral home. Has, uh, Come on, no. Has so they're going to tell me we've the got... unorthodox approach to promote itself by releasing a nude calendar of dead people. No, I think that's against no, 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 the law. No, 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 I think no, that's against no, the no, law. No, no, no. If it's not, it should be. Everyone's alive in the calendar. Well, um, you told me it was a nursing home. No, no, a it's funeral a, it's, home. It's a funeral <laughs> home. Absolutely. I've looked at it. Yeah. And there's like if you look at uh, Ms. July, she's laying across an, uh, a casket. Smoking, so there's, it's an empty one. Oh, so, no so she's future will be dead. So it's basically, <laughs> yeah, I'm smoking on a coffin. I will be dead shortly. If not, I'll have emphysema. <laughs> Don't worry. You know. I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. That's actually that. That'd be a good anti-smoking campaign. So is that how they all? Are they all the pictures like that? They're all like that. Is so it like a guy driving really fast in his car without his seatbelt on? I mean, he's... With a coffin on the bonnet. No, no, no. Well, in February, there's another woman with a phone in the middle of her spread legs while sitting on an open casket. In the and fu- this is serious. I'm not making this up. But the, there's been- a lot of calendars. I went to Rome last year, the year before, and I bought my friend's hot... Catholic priest calendars. Is there a yeah. hot Catholic... The, the whole of Rome was just full of all these hot priests. Oh. I don't know whether they're real priests. I mean, they pretended to wear the little, you know, the dog collar thing. What do you right. want that thing around their neck? I don't know what they call it. but I'm sure it's... I'm not quite sure anyway. Yeah. It looks like a dog collar. You the, know, the, like... A, yeah, yeah. The closed neck. Yeah, the little collar. white yeah. things that goes around. So, I mean, they had them around their necks and no shirts on and still black pants. But, yeah, it was hot Catholic priests. I bought one for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so they weren't topless or anything? Oh, no, they had the shirts off. Oh, really? Yeah. Leaning against, you know, like some old church and things like that. Well, yeah. No, I don't believe it. Would, that, would the Catholic Church allow that to happen? But if you looked at the one with the fireman, we're going to ask you when he comes here, there's about five different calendars. Have a look at one and they're all standing with the tree. We're talking oh. about wood. <laughs> They've got plenty of wood in the picture, let me tell you that. Research has provided a list of the worst secret Santa fails. Oh. Because it's that time of year where you've got that work function thing. Yeah. The best one, we had, we did one at work and everyone had to buy $20 and they put, you put your present on a table then they drew your name out at lunch. Mm-hmm. And the first person, there was one really big one at the back. You know, everything else is little boxes and this lady ran for it because she was first out, pulled it up. 
it was like a 36-pack of toilet paper. Oh. It was... Well, no, no, no. She complained. <laughs> she went for the big one. Yeah, she, thought, oh, she got yeah. it. Then she complained. And then she went and made a report to the work. We had to have a whole work thing about how she felt embarrassed about unwrapping toilet paper in front of people and made a complaint. But the thing is, <laughs> I knew the guy that bought it. He paid 20 bucks for it. I mean, so, he goes, I've got the receipt. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea, actually, you just mentioned. Rather than pulling the name out of the hat and thinking, I've got to buy a present for so-and-so who I just don't like or whatever, yeah. and, you know, it takes the risk. You could actually – everyone's got to buy the presents. 20 bucks, everyone bought a $20 And then draw present. the name out on the day and give it to them. Yeah. That's a much safer way of doing it. <laughs> Unless you get the toilet paper and you complain to the business and we all had to do it. Was it recycled? But then I got one and it was this lovely little plate and it was like these lemon slices made up into it and I've got it and standing there going – Ugh. So someone chopped up a lemon. No, it was like lemon and gave it to slices. You. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to talk like a cake, you know, like a coconutty, lemony oh, slice, okay, right. okay. you know, type of cakey thing. And it was on a lovely plate, and she'd painted the plate, and I'm there going. Oh, who wants to eat this crap? You know, like being really rude. And then I realised it was the lady next to me had actually made these lemon slices. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> do you find when you do do the secret Santa in the workplace, do you put a bit of effort into it or no. do you just go to some cheap shop? And ugh. I'd usually be like 10 minutes before the present was due. I'd be running, look, it's my, it's my husband's birthday tomorrow. He turns 49 tomorrow and right. I'm, leaving the, I'm leaving the state today. I'd organised and Did you fly- forget? Well, I know I knew when his birthday was, but when I was looking at calendars and booking things, no, I didn't put the two two together. Tom, well, some of the things that came out of this research for the Secret Santa fails: a set of cards containing ideas for things to do before you die was given to an older member of. Is that? But how's that? That's kind of thoughtful. No, that's thoughtful. That's terrible. A religious person uh, not of the Christian faith received a mug with, look busy, Jesus is coming. (laughs) (laughs) I find that quite funny, (laughs) don't you? A toy voodoo doll which allowed you to stick pins in your manager. That sounds fantastic. (laughs) I thought you said these were bad presents. I'm actually writing all these down. I'm going to get them all. A deodorant and a bar of soap given to a colleague. Yeah, but that was probably had like a double-sided meaning. But that's a difficult conversation if someone does smell, isn't it? Like, I mean, imagine being the HR, excuse me. Look, no. Could, could you, would you be direct? Problem, would you tell them? The problem with this, we've become so PC. No one knows how to take a joke anymore. No one, look, straight up, if your breath stinks, say it. You smell, brush your teeth or move away. There's nothing wrong well, with I that. Well, I would prefer to know if it did. Um, a collection oh, of dental... Sorry, pro- Warren, a, I need... <laughs> a collection of dental products to imply a person's bad breath. Uh, a diet cookbook someone took an offence to. A prank in which someone had faked a dog rehoming certificate and let them they believe they were waiting for a new pet. Oh. oh. And a, a nasal hair trimmer. I wouldn't mind a nasal hair trimmer. That'd be handy. You need it, Freddie, because oh. you've got to stop trying to brush that thing across, you know, the back of your head to cover that ball patch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not meant to use nasal hair. Tom, did you see that um, Melbourne gave 70,000 trees email addresses? No. Gave them email addresses. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about. So the trees were given email addresses so people could report on their condition by Melbourne City Council. So 70,000 of them were given email addresses. So what they did, the council went and set up so little markers so you know what the tree's called. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can email them. But, but instead of people so writing... The, you know, if and say, me trees, someone's run over me tree, you yeah. can email the council. Yeah, well, you're meant, to, you're meant to email them and say, hey, I'm watching that tree, its leaves are dying, or, you know, it's been ring-barked, or, or, you know, like you said, run over, whatever. But people are writing love letters. Oh, really? Yep. 
they're not they're not actually reporting on the tree's condition. So what do you mean they're writing about how great their roots look and so, you know so what wood you're showing? Yeah, yeah. It's there's one that says you are just outside my work. You make me happy. Another person says, babe, I'm so sorry that you're sick. Can I climb you one last time? Strip down that bark for me, baby. It will make make me feel better. <laughs> and then there's more. There's one saying, I'm your biggest admirer. I've always wanted to meet you, but tragically, I'm stuck in New York. I think you're the most handsome tree of them all. And they go on and on and on and on. But there's one that says, I'm confessing something very dear to me. I've fallen in love with tree number 1583182. I also feel guilty for cheating on 1023379. <laughs> so yet, they cheated on the tree with another bush. But I've justified it on the fact that 1023379 is expected to die in under a year. I honestly feel really bad. I don't know what to do. It would be really great if you could give me some advice. Should I wait for the first tree to die or should I leave the other tree alone? Yeah, I think it's time you go and take some medication and get a life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's plenty of dating apps out there. You don't need to be dating a tree. Signed, Tom from Gogglebox. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.